Hello beautiful people, my name is Valerie Uboke, the founder and psychologist at Private Mirrors, which is a private psychotherapy practice and mind wellness hub. Welcome to the very first episode of our long <laughs> procrastinated podcast. This podcast is going to be titled The Task of Being because it takes a lot to for us to just be, to just live, to exist. You know, sometimes you hear people say, just be yourself. It should be easy, right? It seems like something that should be simple, but it's not. It takes a lot of self-awareness. It takes a lot of learning and unlearning. It takes quite a lot, you know, for us to be. And I'm hoping that with this podcast, I would be able to encourage people to nurture their authentic self. I'll be able to have people gain different insights perspectives to different challenges different topics that we will be discussing and i really hope that i achieve this goal with this podcast so today's topic our very first topic would be on identity what does that even mean when someone says who are you how do you answer that how do you come to form your identity in simple terms they are the characters the beliefs the qualities with which you define yourself and with which the world also defines you but we're going to be focusing on how you define yourself how you view yourself how this identity came to be it's important that you fully experience every aspect of yourself both internal and external you know that influences how you form your identity i think it would be a good start to understand the core of who you are that is the foundation with which you build your identity and there are various factors that influence or that contributes to you forming this concept of yourself i'd like to start with family because family plays such a pivotal role in how you view yourself and how you perceive the world at large Your family is your first teacher. Your family is your first coach. Your family is basically the first classroom you would ever find yourself in. From childhood, we are constantly soaking, constantly observing words, body language. You are taught how to judge, how to evaluate not just yourself, but other people. You're taught how to, how to be, but Thankfully, it doesn't just end with the family. There are other factors that influences how you come to form the idea of who you are. Your relationships, your peers, outside of the beliefs and the values that we are taught in our home, our peers and other relationships make us either question those beliefs or they reinforce those beliefs for us through interaction, through observation. For example, An average Nigerian on the streets sees from childhood and is taught consciously or unconsciously that all there is to life is to wake up every day and fight for your daily bread. They know nothing else but to fight. And for other people whose experience is not the same, would constantly question this. You know, sometimes we find ourselves asking, and I'm guilty of this, why are Nigerians so angry? Why is it that some Nigerians are it's like they're ready to fight at any given second it's because that's all they've seen that's all they've known that's all they've been taught 
to fight. And so you can see how your family, your peers, contributes to how you form your identity. Another important factor, very, very important factor, would be culture and religion. I can say for sure that even with the family, there are certain cultures that, you know, our parents, our guardians, our aunties and uncles and just family members at large begin to inject (laughs) in us certain cultures that even as an adult we find it difficult to part from and when i say culture in simple terms it's way of life of a certain group of people a way of life in general there's certain cultures that shape again how you see yourself your culture and your religion teaches you how to be a woman how to be a man teaches you your role or your responsibility in the society teaches you the relationship you should have with your body for example teaches you really how to exist it teaches you how to express yourself or it teaches you to be silent not to express yourself now don't get me wrong i believe that with every culture and religion there's always something good to learn from whatever culture from whatever part of the world there's always something good we can learn from each other and i believe as well that these rules or cultures are very much necessary to help us form ideas and values as an adult however you do have to come to the point where you begin to question certain beliefs you begin to question certain rules, certain values that you have come to grow with. Now, at this point, you either keep some of these and decide to change others. As an adult, you do have to come to the point where you ask if certain beliefs serve an authentic you or not. You, ha- you have to come to the point where you begin to harness or cultivate necessary intrinsic values that would help you nurture this authentic self. Other influences could be your the economy, politics, media, government. Are you in a system of government or environment that encourages expressing your authentic self? Nigeria is the perfect example of one that thrives on community shared ideas shared living shared values togetherness and this is this is awesome there's absolutely nothing wrong with this there is some good in it however you have to ask does it stifle finding your own voice your voice may not be the norm that everyone else is used to so standing out may then seem like a taboo So you do have to get to the point where you really sit down and ask yourself, in what ways does my growing up, my family, my peers, my relationships, my culture, my religion, my environment, system of government I grew up in, times have changed, you know, and all of these different, sometimes small, sometimes big nuances affects how we view ourselves, how we perceive the world. So here are some questions you can ask yourself in helping you gain insights into understanding your core, understanding the foundation with which you've built your ideas identity on does it serve you are you keeping all of it are you discarding of all of it what are the values that you're holding on to that is serving or not serving you 
that is healthy or not healthy? One of such questions would be, what experiences under any of these may have shaped your belief system, the forming of your values, and in turn your identity? In case you're wondering as well, what would be the point to understanding yourself or the core or the foundation with which you've built your identity? Well, for one, I don't see what you have to lose. Secondly, being confident in who you are enables you to become more open to communication, which ultimately leads to better relationships, not just with yourself, but with other people. And on this note, I hope this helps you in the task of being. Have a lovely day, beautiful people, and I'll see you on the next episode.